Good morning, coaches. Welcome to the National Wake Up Call. I'm Sandy Buadana. Today is Monday, August 19th. You know what? It feels like it is back to school week for a lot of people. It is for me and my family. I see it on social media. A lot of people are going back to work. And let me tell you, it could not have come sooner. I am needing this routine back in my life and I am happy with structure. This loosey-goosey summer thing ain't working for me. So it feels like fall, even though it's 100 degrees plus in LA. <laughs> but I think fall makes me feel like structure, it makes me feel like back to school and let's work this thing, okay? So uh, this is a wake-up call. And what a wake-up call does is comes back from the weekend, puts you into focus for the week. So I've got a couple of uh, reminders for this week just uh, to get you back in the swing of things on a Monday morning. First one is Morning Meltdown 100. Please, please, please take advantage of the next two weeks because the purchase window for uh, people to get into that second Super Trainer launch group is open, which kicks off September 3rd. That is coming up, you guys. Why is that important? Why is it important to get people into that group? Well, first of all, this is a great way to use those promo codes because it gives people to make or break decision when you've got those promo codes and people are trying to decide what to do and they're kind of wishy-washy. This is the moment. This is the decision that helps people commit to a program, commit to a group and get into that group for September 3rd. Um, and also because you've got the $20 off the Morning Meltdown 100 challenge, group, challenge packs or completion packs for a limited time. So don't forget that. If you are working towards hitting Success Club, and we're going to talk to Jamie Glassman pretty soon because she has been hitting Success Club ever since she became a coach. And if you're hitting it for the first time, look at what you get. The Jericho bobblehead, okay? These are important. Why? Because they are a symbol of your work in achieving Success Club, and that is helping at least three people. So first time hitting Success Club this month, you get the Jericho bobblehead. Hitting Success Club 10 this month, you get the Jericho bobblehead. So Success Club is the way to go. Um, the promo codes. Okay. Active coaches have another opportunity to leverage three promo codes this month. These can be offered to three customers or enrolling coaches to get $10 off any challenge or completion pack that's valued over $140 or priced over $140. And these promo codes expire at the end of the month, so don't let them go to waste. And don't forget that from now until September 30th, all new enrolling coaches receive three promo codes upon sign-up. And uh, those promo codes expire after 30 days. Okay, we're saying it all month. It's the flavor of the month, Morning Meltdown 100 and promo codes. It is what you need to be talking about all the time. And so this is your wake-up call, just a reminder that these things are still happening and why it's important to you and why it's important to let people know that these things are going on. So there's more announcements that you can find in your coach breaking news that is in your coach office. Click on the little news tab and you will see what is happening for the week and FAQs for more information. But now I'd like to move the call forward to the announcements and I've got Kevin Shaw Standing in for Mr. Fantastic this week. 
Sandy, you know, I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere on part of this national wake-up call. It's great to be back on. And can I just say thank you so much for letting me sleep in last Monday? We missed you, but hopefully it was a good little staycation for you. It definitely was. I went to the beach. It's gorgeous, but you know what? I don't like the loosey-goosey summer thing. I'm back to <laughs> structure, so take it away. All right. Yeah. Coaches, here we go. A little bit of recognition going on. Let me just quickly share my screen here and I will do this. All right, let's jump into recognition, guys. What a great week here at Team Beachbody. We're going to start off here recognizing our Diamond Coaches. Congratulations to Vanessa Anzaldua, Emily Brandon, Angie Brewer, Glenna Chadwick, Haley Custer, Taryn Dickey, Sarah Dingley, in an additional CVC, Alicia Dupree, Stephanie Federer, Maria France, Rebecca Grano, Sarah Harley, Leah Johnson, Kristen Kurtz, Kelly Lacey, Mariel Ligori, Megan uh, Makes, Amber Malsberger from Canada, Leslie Martel, Marisol Melgosa, Brittany O'Neill, Chelsea Fenny, Sarah Powell from Canada, Sarah Sainan, Haley Sellers, Colleen Silvers, in an additional CBC, Alicia Sims Mercado, Gina Stork in an, in an additional CBC, Amethyst Thomas in an additional CBC from Canada, Cindy Tremblay and Jamie Wade. Congratulations to all of our new Diamond Coaches. We love you. Moving now on to our new one-star Diamond Coaches. Congratulations to Dana Buth, Morgan Granis, Joshua Johnson from Canada, Jeremy McLeod, Cece Noyan, Jacqueline Taylor, and Cassie Wemhoff. Congratulations to all those amazing one-star diamonds. Now, two-star diamond coaches, congratulations to Manny Hunter and Marissa Morin. Congratulations to you. And finally, coaches, our new three-star diamond coaches for the week. Congratulations to Joy Harrington and Jonna James Sandy. Short and sweet, just how we like it here. That is it for me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stop sharing. And hey, it kind of worked. Well, Great job. Yeah. Thank you so much. And congratulations to everyone. Now I'd like to bring on our uh, featured speaker for today. I'm really excited about her because I've been hearing her name a lot and she did something on the Champs page a while back and I thought she was um, really fantastic. And you know what? We do this uh, about once a month. I try to bring on a newer coach, meaning a coach who's only been coaching for about a, a year, maybe a year and a half, just to show what's possible. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about her. So she started coaching about a year and a half ago. She became an elite coach in her first year. So we definitely want to hear what she's been doing to gain traction in her business. Last year in 2018, she finished number 17 in the entire network. Huge for your first year into this. She's also a Success Club 10 All-Star, which means that she has hit Success Club 12 months in a row. Success Club 10, okay? Uh, she lives in Marina Del Rey, California right now. Well, she was from Michigan. And she's a newlywed. So everybody, please welcome Jamie Glassman. Hi, Jamie. Hi. I'm really excited to have you on. It's about time. I know. I'm excited. So uh, for those who don't know, Jamie, I'm going to step out right now and let you tell everybody what brought you to coaching. Okay. Hi, guys. So before I found Beachbody, 
Um, I was really, really struggling pretty much in all aspects of my life. I was working four jobs. I was an instructor at SoulCycle, Barry's Bootcamp, a personal trainer, and I was nannying all day. Um, and so I had just moved to LA with my now husband, and I was still trying to adjust to my new life here. My schedule was so crazy. I was teaching about 25 classes a week on top of the personal training and nannying. And so I was never able to travel because I worked during the week. I had no time for myself. I had no time for my relationships. And I was just completely burnt out and completely exhausted. And I will never forget my upline, Megan, kept coming to my Soul Cycle classes. And she invited me to the opportunity a couple times. And I kept turning it down. Every time I heard about the coaching opportunity, I, I thought network marketing was a scam to be honest. And I just wanted nothing to do with this entire business, even though I had done insanity in my apartment in Chicago a couple years back. So I knew about the programs, but the coaching opportunity was just never something that interested me. So I politely declined every single time she invited me and I continue to follow her on Instagram and she followed me. We continue to build a relationship when she came to class, but I'll never forget about six months later, I got denied time off that I really, really wanted to go home for my niece's birthday. And this was something that happened often. I wasn't able to go home for special occasions or travel with my husband or do a lot of the things that I was trying to do. So um, I was sitting in bed one day. This is at a point where I was really barely making enough money to pay my rent and I was working four jobs and I was just miserable. Like I was at a point where I felt like I had to figure what my next move was. I thought I was going to have to quit all those things and kind of start over and find a new job. And I just had no idea really what I was doing. And I didn't want to because I've always loved being an instructor. And so I was just trying to figure out what I was doing. Um, and so I'll never forget, I was sitting in bed and I saw my coach's post. And this was a post that I had seen probably five or six times from her and, and other coaches. Um, and I kind of ignored it every single time. But at this moment, when I was sitting in bed that day, I... It, it hit me and it, she was talking all about how she was working from home and she had built this business that she had the ability to travel and basically everything that I was looking for. And so it was just in that moment that I, I felt like it was like this light or this glimpse of hope. And I remember I messaged her and I was just like, all right, let's, let's give this a shot. And so I signed up the next day and the rest is history. I can't believe, first of all, that you were working four jobs. So you were definitely backed in a corner trying to make ends meet, it sounds like. Yeah. And it wasn't until it hit you once. Like you could see the same message over and over and over, but it's only until it, you know, I, I hear this so often the story of it didn't hit me until it hit me, you know? So, um, let me ask you this question. You started over a year ago, uh, almost two years now, and you gained success early on. And why do you think it happens for some coaches and not for others? 
So I had success early on because I took immediate action and I was working really, really hard, especially, I mean, right from the beginning, I didn't have a lot of time. And honestly, I was terrified of everything that this business was. I was really scared to put myself out there. I was scared of what other people think would think. And honestly, I, I felt like I had everything against me. I had all of the people in my life telling me this wouldn't work, telling me that you had to get in early to be successful. And so I had all of this noise and all of these things that I felt like were going against me that I, I wouldn't be successful. But I knew that I had seen all the stories before. I had seen my coach. I had seen hundreds of others. And I just knew that if I took action, if I did exactly what I was told, I, I would find a way to be successful. And so I can see the biggest difference from coaches that have success early on and the ones that don't is just is that decision to go all in. I see it with my coaches, I see it with other coaches, and it's that decision that you're gonna be successful right away. And to me, success was my only option. I didn't have a plan B, I didn't come into this trying it out, I didn't tiptoe in, and I think when I see coaches do that, it automatically holds us back if we're tiptoeing in or we're trying something out because we've seen hundreds, if not thousands of coaches come and go. And I think that when, when someone is wanting to work with a coach, they can tell right away if you will be here in one month, if you will be here in three months, if you will be here in a year. And I think that when you decide that you're gonna go all in, that you're gonna be successful, that energy is contagious and your prospects will, will trust you that you're gonna be there. So I think it's kind of starts with that decision. I love what you said, success was not an option. Like that's a great quote right there. <laughs> so. Uh, what did you anticipate that might be a challenge for you and what did you do about it? So after I first made that decision to go all in, I had to figure out like what was going to hold me back from that, that success. And for me, it was fear. A hundred percent. I felt it right away. I was so scared to post anything and I was so scared to take action. And it was just, all of it was terrifying. I was not comfortable on social media. I was not comfortable posting or putting myself out there. And I had watched all this training and, and was learning what I was supposed to be doing, but I wasn't doing them right away. And so I kind of had to, to figure out what it was that was holding me back. And that was fear. And I knew that the things that I'm supposed to be doing, the things that we're afraid of are, are the things that you're not going to do or the things that are going to you know, be the last on your list. So something that I made when I first started and I kind of created this, it was called like a fear calendar. And I had this calendar. It was literally just a calendar that I made. And it was me writing a timeline of all the things that scared me that I was going to actually do them because I found myself for a certain amount of weeks, just not doing these things. And I wrote it down in my calendar, like specifically on, on the day that I was going to do it. And I, it held me accountable and they were so small at the beginning. They were simple things that now are part of my every day. But at the beginning it was things like talking in front of the camera because that was something I had never done 
or reaching out to people personally and inviting them or running my first challenge group or running a sneak peek the first time, um, talking about coaching, talking about income and what the, the small amount of income that I was making and what that was doing for me at the beginning. So all of these things that really scared me and now they, they seem small, but at the beginning they were things that I weren't doing and they were things that were holding me back. So I knew that I needed to kind of schedule them in as if they were a non-negotiable on my to-do list and in a schedule and, um, and then it forced me to kind of do it. So that I love the fear calendar. I talked to you about it and I think it's brilliant. And I think it's incredibly proactive of you. And is this the type of person that you are? You just kind of jump in and build your wings on the way down? And, and if so, if, if you are that type of person, is that teachable? Can you teach others to kind of build it as they go? So I definitely think I'm that type of person now, but I wasn't always like that. And I, so I do believe that it's teachable because I've definitely learned over the years. I used to be a first grade teacher before I became an instructor and I was a lot more closed off. I was a, a bit more shy. And I think that with a lot of practice, I've developed that type of go-getter attitude and I've learned to set goals for myself. I've learned to set goals for my business. And that was something I never did before. I was kind of just going through the motions. I didn't really have goals to set before. So now I, I, I set goals every single month. I try to make my coaches do that as well. And you know, their, their business goals, their personal goals. And it, it just allows me to work towards something. And I actually put a sticky note on my uh, computer. So every single month and every, every day that I'm sitting down, I can see those goals and exactly what I'm going for. And I kind of have uh, a specific goal. And so another thing that, that helped me in the business is the vital behaviors, which we hear so much about, uh, but they kept me really laser focused at the beginning, especially because I was so busy. I was running around and those vital behaviors were, were the backbone of my business and they still are to this day. And I knew that I needed to build my confidence in doing these things and getting comfortable with all of these things that felt super uncomfortable for me at the beginning. And I followed the, the business activity tracker every single day. I would send out invites about five to six times a week. And when I first started my business, I was 10xing everything because I looked at that business activity tracker and for the amount of success that I wanted right away for, for my goals, I knew that wasn't going to match it you know, inviting a five people or whatever it was a day. So I 10 X that and I started inviting a lot more. I started connecting a lot more, sharing a lot more. And I just was trying to focus on all the people that I could help instead of all the people that, that I couldn't because those five people, most of the time were, were saying no. So I just think that consistency, consistency in the vitals builds that confidence and trust. And so that's how you kind of develop that go-getter attitude if you have confidence. And I think the only way to gain confidence is by kind of just doing, doing it every single day. You know, if people are just joining right now, Jamie is a newer coach a, a year and a half into the business. And she's talking about how she takes massive action. And if, so if you're curious about how to get some traction in this business, you should be paying attention to this call because she, she took action right away. So also you, there were a lot of times that you just did things and you learned about them later. So can you talk about the balance of, of doing the things that you're not familiar with and then learning what you need to do? 
yeah. So since day one, I, I treated this like a business. I, I treated myself like a CEO and I didn't want to rely on my upline to learn everything because at the beginning I was texting her like crazy. I was asking her a hundred questions and then I realized it's all there. I can figure this out and I need to figure this out because I need to build that confidence. So I plugged into every training I could find in the Beachbody Champion page. I listened to every single national wake up call from the previous years. I was watching YouTubes and I wanted to just constantly push myself to grow and to learn. And so I took action with that. And I think some coaches get caught up in that, in that space of learning everything and feeling like they have to be really good at everything. But it's for me, it was just important to start somewhere. And I knew I wasn't going to be great right away. I knew I wasn't going to have all the answers, but I just knew I needed to start it to start somewhere. So I actually wanted to um, pull up an example of a social media invite that I had from before, like when I first started, this was in my first two months of coaching and just kind of compare it to now. So I will share my screen. And let's see. Okay. So this is what I had in the first couple months of posting. And this was my call to action for um, an invite. And so as you can see, it's a black screen. It has a couple, you know, muscles in there and it says, want to join our team, make extra money, help others all along the way, be held accountable for your health and fitness and be best friends. I'll rule mentor you every step of the way. So it's not, beautiful. It's, it's not complicated. I definitely didn't overthink it. This was just me starting somewhere. And a year and a half later, I probably wouldn't post something like this, but it, this was, this was giving me the success at the beginning because I was starting somewhere and I was learning as I, as I was going. So here is kind of a year and a half later, this is more of what I would post now. And you know, obviously you can see the picture is I've gotten better at taking pictures and kind of captivating what, what I'm trying to say in a caption. And here I'm just kind of talking about how I wasn't always meant for a nine to five and I never felt like I was supposed to be doing that kind of job. And I felt trapped in my other jobs. And then there's a call to action at the end, just saying, if you've ever considered doing what I do, let's chat. So this just kind of shows you that you don't have to have it all figured out and you're not supposed to, but can, did I stop sharing that? Yeah. Okay. I want to mention something though, because you and I talked about this and that is such a great example that you got started. It wasn't beautiful. It wasn't perfect. And it did get people's attention in the beginning. Right. But then the other example that you're showing, which is a story, and people get nervous that you have to do invites, right? That is considered an invite when it's not really an invite, right? You're just saying, I didn't want a nine to five job. And, you know, message me if you want to chat. Like that is a conversation starter, which, which is, you know, considered an invite. I think that people get really nervous that they have to do five to 10 invites a day, but sometimes it's just, posting your story with a caption that draws people in. So that was a fantastic example. 
Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to show that, you know, you don't have to have the prettiest pictures or graphics. It's not about that. It's just about getting started and you learn along the way. You get better in this business as you grow. And another thing that I forced myself to do at the beginning, which I definitely think really helped me, was that I, I almost forced myself to fail. Like I actually did when I first started. I I was doing all the things before I really even felt ready, before I even needed to. And I don't love giving my coaches scripts because for me, I learned from every time that I talk someone's ear off about coaching or when I said all the wrong things or when I stumbled on words or I got on a call for an hour and I never asked them anything about them. Like those things allowed me to practice and to figure this out and how to figure out the best way to explain our programs and the coaching opportunity and to really just find my voice. And I think that that happens from practice and we have to be willing to make those mistakes. And did those people sign up? Maybe not, but it allowed me to move forward and allowed me to kind of fail forward. And another thing that really helped was I, I needed practice being a leader that I wanted to be. And so when I was Emerald, I made a team page for myself. I had my mom as a coach and a discount coach. And I started running team calls right away on Tuesday at 5 p.m. I decided I was gonna run team calls even if it was just for me. And for the first month, two months, it was just me on these calls. And I was just practicing. And I think that we have to be okay with that. Practice makes progress. It doesn't make perfect perfection, but you will get better as you practice. And so I just started doing the things before I was even ready, before I was even, you know, felt like I was supposed to be doing those things. I just started. And I think that I try to empower my coaches to do those things and figure it out along the way, because that helps develop that, that confidence as well. I'm coming. <laughs> I just couldn't find the button. Um, you know, we, we talked a little bit about facing fears and mindset and great social posts, but my question to you was, how are you actually earning money in this business? What are you actually doing? What is the activity that's creating momentum for you? So, I mean, I run challenge groups every single month. I, I always was told that that was a non-negotiable. So I run them every single month and I do coach sneak peeks every two weeks. I am still always trying to figure out the best way to run my groups and it's constantly changing. And I think we have to be okay with that. And we have to, you know, be inviting to that because we need to always have something inviting to groups. So I always feel like I have something that I'm inviting to, whether it's, I, I've experimented with one day Facebook groups or um, Instagram, you know, sneak peeks, or lately I've been doing short YouTube videos and I will get on a call with people after. Um, I've, I've kind of always liked to have conversations with people and hear from them and actually get on the phone with them. And if you're recruiting hundreds of coaches, then that might not be possible, but I like to talk to people. So if, if they're comfortable with hopping on a call, I do that with a lot of my, my prospects. Um, and I just think for me, I had that trust with my coach and that was why I signed up. So definitely running the, the sneak peeks and the, um, the, the challenge groups every single month. And another thing that 
I think has helped build momentum is continuing to get results with the programs. I, I treat my results like my business and I take them very, very seriously. Like if I'm going all in on a program, I'm going all in and I'm going to show my followers every step of the way. And I used to think that once I got to a certain level in my fitness or physically that that would be the end of my transformation. I wouldn't be able to share that, but the transformation is ongoing. It really is both physically and mentally. And, you know, we go through different seasons of our life. So your transformations will change through those seasons. And I think that I've just really committed to going all in on programs and, and the momentum has, has been there from that. You and I talked about being hungry in this business and how sometimes that can dissipate. And some coaches are, you know, really hungry in the beginning and then they stop taking any action. So what can help change that indifference that they have so that they can get that hunger back? So I think there's, I mean, there's a difference between learning and then learning and applying, right? And, and we can't just keep collecting this information. And I see so many coaches want to do that, but I can say that in in a year and a half that I'm still every day trying to figure this out. I still don't feel like I have it figured out. I'm still constantly changing things and trying to evolve in my business. And I think that, you know, when I started, I had that hunger. I was desperate to change my life. I was desperate to quit my four jobs and stop doing and living that life. So I was super hungry and I, and I had that drive and that motivation, even though I didn't have all the time in the world to do it. I just took action because that's exactly what I needed to do. But a year into my business, once I you know, stopped teaching at, at all those places. I, I mean, I still work at SoulCycle, but I dropped my three other jobs and I had to kind of shift a little bit because I wasn't as hungry because I wasn't as, I guess, desperate. You know, I was starting to make an income and I was starting to feel good about my lifestyle. And it was hard for me to kind of get that, that hunger back and that drive back once I kind of became a full-time coach. So I had to just sit down and kind of change my goals, change my, my vision and my why and what I really wanted, because that's going to change with the business. So I think that for me, it really just helped to write it down and kind of sit down with myself and say, okay, now that I've achieved some of those things that I first was going after when I started, what do I want now? And what is this going to look like now? Because it's really easy to, to be comfortable. And it's really easy that if things aren't bad, it's hard to be hungry, right? And I think that I kind of got to a place where things were comfortable. I was feeling good about my situation, but I had to kind of get that hunger back again. And so um, for me, it just helped to kind of rewire my, my why and my goals and what I wanted for my future. Wow. So well put. Thank you. You know, a lot of people that I interview are either teachers or nurses, you know, it just seems to be like a, a, a field that a lot of coaches are, but you uh, have been a fitness instructor. Now, do you think that gives you a leg up um, for coaching or do you think that everyone coming into coaching has a similar opportunity? So I've been asked this question a lot and I think that it goes both ways. I, I definitely have think it has helped me with some of my clients and having that trust right away because I spent years working on building that trust before Beachbody. But I also think it's worked against me and I've seen that in certain ways as well. So I've had a lot of people and a lot of coaches or prospects say to me that they couldn't relate to me on a personal level or on a fitness level because it was intimidating that I was 
a personal trainer and, and in the fitness industry. So some people look at me as a fitness instructor and don't think that they can do what I'm doing as a coach, or they don't think that they can do the workouts that I'm doing. So I really think that it's just about finding your people and helping the people that you can relate to. And so I really think that all of us have the same opportunity and it's just about how we're going to be authentic to ourselves, how we're sharing our story and how, you know, we, we want to build our business because if you look at the top 10 or even the top 25, I was, I was kind of looking at, it's not a bunch of fitness instructors up there. It's maybe one or two and the rest are just people who found their people that they could connect with. So I think we have the same opportunity and it's just up to us to create that type of brand and business that we want to connect with our prospects. Really good advice. Thank you. I'm going to take you to the close of the call. Can you believe it? You're almost there. Um, I want to ask you about coaching so far, you know, over a year and a half into this, what has been uh, fulfilling for you? What's been the personal rewards for you? I mean, literally everything. Like I could, I could cry even thinking about just where I was a year and a half ago. And when I first moved to LA, like I was really lonely. I felt super isolated. I spent hours in my car traveling back and forth to classes and meeting up with my, you know, my clients. And I just have found this family at Beachbody and my, my team. Um, it's been so incredible to actually meet like-minded people and people that inspire me to be better. And I, I used to be a teacher, so I just have felt like I've always been in a place where there was so much competition and it was all competitive and it wasn't like we were all working together, you know? not everyone wants to share their lesson plans or their music or things like that in my other jobs. And this is just a culture where we all are trying to rise up together and, and help each other. And I love that. I don't get to achieve my goals and my dreams without helping my coaches do that. And that's my favorite part about this business is that we get to rise up together instead of one person, you know, finding success and the others not. It's like, we all have to work together to find success. And I think that that's been one of the most amazing things for me to, to kind of have that new type of um, family with Beachbody. But as far as personally, like my life has changed in every single way. Um, time and financial freedom is something that I've gained. And like I said before, I was in my car for two hours. I was teaching 25 classes. I, I had no time to do anything else. And now I just have the freedom to, to live my life the way that I want to. I travel often with my husband. I can go home to Michigan to see my family, which we travel often. And, you know, I've dropped my crazy schedule and now I teach at SoulCycle a couple times a week, which brings me joy. And I don't want to give that up and I never wanted to give that up. But because it was my lifeline at the time, I, I felt like I was drowning and I was hating it. And so now I'm able to teach a couple classes a week and do full-time coaching. And I um, am just so fulfilled, so grateful every single day. Um, I just got married a couple of weeks ago. So having just the ability to travel and plan for this wedding was, was so, so nice. And um, it's just changed my life in every single way. It's changed my relationship. It's changed everything. So I'm extremely grateful every single day. And it just makes me want to share this with more and more people. 
That's awesome. And, you know, I do want to put the disclaimer out there that you've done this with massive action. Um, and that's really what this call was, a, was about, is that you are a newer coach who got started with some success, but you're going to continue with that success because you have found this, this discipline, this engine that is running for you and you're, you're still figuring things out. And um, I want to congratulate you because uh, you've, you've had a great first year and going into another great second year. So um, thank you for being on the call. Thank you. <laughs> All right, coaches, you know what? While, um, while Jamie was talking and because it is back to school month, I just kept hearing this, which is make mistakes. That's the affirmation for today because... In order to get started, a lot of people are consumed with fear and doubt. I mean, I read it in social media posts, fear and doubt, fear and doubt. It's just all consuming um, to try anything new, try anything that pushes you out of your potential. But make mistakes. Look at her post that she did a year ago, which now she looks at and goes, wow, I've come a long way. But at the time, she just put it out there mistakes and all, even if there were spelling errors, she put it out there because she wanted to just start. So make mistakes, fall forward, make it, you know, uh, your best year because it's your first year. And next year, when you'll be on the national wake up call, you can go back and say, ah, I made so many mistakes, but you know what? It got me to where I am today. So that's it. That's the call for today. Have a great, great week, everybody. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.